Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And it's good to be back in, uh, literally, in the studio mm-hmm. uh, recording today. We're recording video for our uh, YouTube channel and uh, also for our patrons who got to see the pre-show, which is us just talking or whatever. And speaking of our patrons, hey, what? maybe you're sitting there, what's a patron? A patron is someone who appreciates the arts. A patron is someone who says, you know what? This is so good. More people need to hear it. And I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest my energy and my time and my money. And so at patreon.com slash double dropkick for as little as a dollar a month, literally, there's no better deal of any kind in the world. They could be giving stuff away for free. It's not as good as deal as the $1 patron deal. Uh, when you become a patron, you become a part of our Facebook group. Uh, and as the tiers go up, you get more and more rewards. You get, uh, if you are in the Southeast and follow independent wrestling, you're going to get news there that you're not going to get anywhere else. And we're going to talk about some of that in a little bit. But I mentioned our patrons because today, on today's episode, we're going to answer. Some questions from our patrons' private Facebook group. Okay. So, uh, and if you're wondering, if you normally listen, well, why is he asking how Mark how he is? We already did that. <laughs> we have dispensed with the pleasantries. Become a patron and you'll find out how I am. Right. And if you notice, we have a new figure. You our patrons that? saw the presentation of this beautiful figure. He found me in a thrift stop, uh, a thrift stop, a thrift store. An official, old school, LJN, Terry Funk, yeah. allegedly autographed by the man himself. Uh, I think they also had a Greg Valentine, but I I no, just want Terry Funk is... So I want to say a big thank you to Jeremiah Clements, who's thank out you, there. Man. Thank you, Jeremiah. He, a uh, longtime listener of the show, uh, and went and picked that up and mailed that to us. Yes, thank so, you so much. Jeremiah. You know, and wherever you live, if you see if something. If you see something and you say, you know, I think Ethan Mark would like that. Right. We're going to set a P.O. box up and you'll be able to send us some stuff. I don't care if you send it to my house. Yeah, Heath will give you his address. Listen, everybody knows where I work and where I live That's anyway. True. That's true. I got nothing to hide. Well, everybody knows where I live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to these questions. Uh, a variety of things. Uh, yeah, so we'll, um, Joseph Brown says, Ugh, I would love to be a part of the end game discussion. That was one of the things I wanted to talk about today. All right. Well, you can't, so. I can't? No, no, no. He can't. He can't be a part of. No, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, I don't know if you want to save that for another episode where we can no, just no. do a pop culture episode and then answer these How other many questions. How questions you got? I got, uh, I got four questions. Well, there's two more questions. Um, one, There's two more questions, one request. The two questions both have to do with AEW. So maybe we talk about that. We talk about the request. That'll be a nice little episode. Okay. All right. So, Joe, we're going to be um, – 
I, we'll do a separate episode on Endgame because I want to go through and and talk about all the Marvel movies and take some time to do that. And I believe that deserves its own. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I believe in honor of Stanley. That would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, he would appreciate that. Uh, all right, so here's our, our first. If, if he if he didn't, nobody would. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jason Blackburn, longtime patron, says uh, this. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, May 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're two days away from uh, All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing. Uh, Jason asks, do y'all think AEW has missed the mark with its pay-per-view price? Uh, the American pay-per-view price, which is on uh, whether you know, you're getting it on Dish or DirecTV or streaming it on um, Bleacher, I guess it's Bleacher Report Live. Uh, it's forty nine ninety nine. Uh huh. Well, your thoughts on their price point there? Hey, I mean, if you can get it, get it. I guess they sold out twice in a row, and they thought people were willing to pay this. So, I mean, you set the value for what you for what you're worth, man. You, as you know, there's a reason I don't do wrestling anymore. Right? Because I set a I set a value for my time. Yeah. And I set it very I, high because I knew that nobody would pay it. Yeah. And if anybody does want me, they'll they'll pay it. And somebody said, where'd you get that figure from? And I said, well, if I go work my regular job for as many hours as you want me to be here, that's how much it'll cost. Right. That's what I would get paid. So that's what my time is worth to me. Yeah. So your value is what you set it at. Right. I think I'm curious, and I, I you may not know this, Mark. I don't know anything about setting the price for a pay-per-view. A lot of people may not know that. <laughs> I don't. I'm curious how much of, like, if you and I said, hey, we want to do a pay-per-view, Dish Network says, all right, well, here's this is your starting price. Like, I'm wondering what right. that starting price was, and then, you I know, th- how much did they bump it up? Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, WWE, I don't think we'll ever get more than $10. Now, they've set that price point right. at $10 for WrestleMania. Right. So these guys, and if they're, I don't think that that is sustainable if they're planning no. on doing a pay-per-view every month. No, no. But if they're planning on doing two or three pay-per-views a year, mm-hmm. it's not bad. No, you I know if you're going to put on a five-hour show. Yeah. That's, if they're smart and don't culminate all their storylines on TV. Yeah. And culminate all their story and, and actually build, do a slow build some of these stories like they've done and then pay them off mm-hmm. with which you know they had the deal with with Pac that just happened yeah um and i think it, it i know people love to just read headlines mm-hmm. but i read the story yeah oh Pac is not going to do this because of creative differences did you read the story y- yes okay that's not entirely true right they made him the champion of another company, mm-hmm. and part of that agreement was that he wouldn't lose any major matches on television when they made him. The, is it like Dragon's Gate? Dragon's Gate, yeah. So part of the agreement was he can't lose matches on TV. Right. And they wanted him to lose that match, and it wasn't an issue. That's why they did the match early rather than I, – I think it is commendable. Right. What they did. Yeah. They still gave the match away for free. Yeah. They knew that it was going to be a – a DQ finish. Mm-hmm. So rather than put a DQ finish on a $50 card. Brilliant. They gave that match away for free. Yeah. So you still got the match. Yes. 
they let you know ahead of time. Pac's not going to be here. Right. This is not going to happen. It's mm-hmm. not going to go down. We're going to replace him with somebody else. Yeah. Which is entirely different than any other wrestling company would have done. They would have just done that card subject to change thing. Yeah. They told you ahead of time what was going to happen. Still gave you the match. They didn't give you the BS finish for $50. They're going to give you a match against somebody else, and it's going to be somebody that matters. I can. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I'm not, I don't know this. Yeah. I haven't read anything. Yeah. I'm just speculating. Yeah. Maybe John Moxley mm-hmm. would be a good. Uh, <coughs> Can I? All right. So let me ask you two questions off of that. And I, and then I want to go, man, man, I just, I'm excited because mm-hmm. we're going to get to talk about some stuff. Uh, isn't that something? I, first, let me say, I agree with everything you just said. Brilliant analysis, as always. I, 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 this that that take that's an interesting take. I isn't that something the Dragon Gate thing? That's something they would have known from the beginning. I, that I don't know. So if they not like, I'm wondering. Wait a minute, you can't lose because, which leads to my second point is, they just announced yesterday, um, that the winner of Jericho and Omega will face the winner of the Battle Royal. For the to be the first world champion, where it was initially, hey, the winner of the battle royal gets the first title shot of the champion. That has caused the speculation that oh, it must have been the winner of Page and Pac is going to wrestle the winner of Jericho and Omega. Well, that's obviously not a thing anymore. No, they're not going to wrestle that night. It's going to re- happen at a later date. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. So you'll have the two winners, and they'll wrestle at a later date. They've all, listen. They've already. We, you talked about pay per views every month. They already have announced a show for June, mm-hmm. and they've announced a show for July. I don't think. I think both of those will be pay per views. There's. I don't think there's any way they're forty nine. This is a big one. Like this is. Yeah, this is pretty big. All right. This well, is the knows? big one. Who knows if they can get it? Hey, man. Right. I'm gonna listen. If I wasn't working, I would be watching it. Right. I'll be honest with you. Like, and I don't spend money. No. On right. That stuff. But um, yeah. If I did not have to work, if I didn't have so much going on yeah. this weekend and then and in the next few weeks with school wrapping up for my nephew yeah. and all this stuff, if I didn't have this all this stuff going on. I would be spending fifty dollars to watch this show, um, and, and still may, when I get everything straightened out, I still may sit down and watch it. Right. Um, I'm very curious. Typically, the stuff has been on Fight. Uh huh. Fight is carrying everything internationally. Uh-huh. It's Bleacher Report. I'm curious I to thought see. It was going to be on on Fight. It's not, not in the United States. Oh, that sucks. Um. So I downloaded the Bleacher Report app. I think, I think they know streaming is the future. Um, I would hope they know that. Um, uh, and I know. think they're checking out. Hey, could instead of doing our own thing, because if I'm not mistaken, Bleacher Report is owned by Warner Media, okay. which owns TNT. Uh-huh. So if they can partner with Bleacher Report, and may, and I don't think it, I think it would be foolish to do paper show but i think if they can maybe bleacher report moves to a nine dollars a month and you get all the soccer and tennis and yeah you get it all i think that may be what they're they're going to do but i'm very uh listen this is 
we've all asked for this. We've all asked for an alternative to WWE, and it is here. And as again, I'm I'm so curious. I'm gonna gonna get it. I'm gonna watch this uh, pay per view. I, yeah, I wish I could, man. I, but I can tell you, I want this thing to succeed as much as Cody and the Young Bucks do. I really do. Yes, man. like I really want it to do well. I would love. For some of these guys that you look at and say, "Man, they're just not using this guy right." They got they got this bloated roster in yeah. WWE. I would love for some of those guys to be able to go somewhere and show with showcase right what they can really do. Man, I hope. Man, I hope this gets as big as as WCW was. I really yeah. do. that's what I hope. For. I hope it gets bigger yeah. and sustains it. You know, I'm I, because to me the dream would be uh, AEW does well. And some other billionaire says, oh, why can't we do that? Mm-hmm. I think you don't, you don't want to over. You're right. You wind up, but I think not necessarily another billionaire says mm-hmm. that, but I think another um, wrestling creative mind mm-hmm. says that. And what you see, what I would hope is instead of – Another WCW, another WWF, another AWA, another world class instead of that, that you may get another Smoky Mountain Wrestling, mm. you know, or another ECW right. out of it where you can kind of, some of those big name guys can go work some of those smaller shows mm-hmm. and kind of help establish them. And you can get a Terry Funk type of guy that goes into ECW and that's what I would hope would happen, that you would see some of these smaller promotions get bigger, but not get, obviously not be as big as, as WWE. Right. The, um, I want to talk about AEW TV, but it has to do with this next question from, uh, Alan Welchel. Alan, it was good to see you at three count the other night. Alan asked, is there anything AEW can do to bring old fans back? Not talking about disgruntled smart marks, but the fans that lost interest after the Monday Night Wars were over. Are they even interested in trying to get those old fans? Also, has there been any matches? All right, let's let's stop there because his next question is about something else. I think okay. Here's here's the here's the opportunity for the wrestling industry. The next. Five, six months. You have WWE going on Fox, AEW going to be on TNT. You have people that are just going to be sitting down watching TV, seeing now commercials for wrestling. And it could bring back some of those old fans, you know, fans that are maybe in their 40s or 50s now. Yeah. And maybe they're watching Fox. They're watching football on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, Wrestling? Yeah. Wrestling. They still doing that? Right they still wrestle? Is Wahoo McDaniel still wrestling? <laughs> or you have somebody who's watching TNT. You got somebody watching the NBA playoffs. Or you got somebody watching a Law & Order marathon. Wrestling? What? what? Okay. And they check it out. And I think it's a way you can bring back old fans. Uh, but I think what has hurt wrestling the last 20 years is have we been doing a good job of creating new fans? Hmm. Or is it just guys like us who hate everything? I don't hate everything. No, no, I'm saying people our age who, I wish WWE would do something 
different, this unpredictable Brock wins money in the bank. Hey, so I don't know if you saw this. Brock comes back, wins money in the bank, Sunday night. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil that for you. And everybody's like, I'm canceling network, never going to watch again. Ratings went up Monday night. Uh-huh. Crazy. It's because he's a real star. Right. And that's because there's, like, I was thinking about it the other day, these guys that, you know. Yeah. This com- toxic fans, yes. man. They, you know, but these guys put their bodies on the line and they took these incredible bumps. And then Brock Lesnar just comes out and he didn't even have to do anything. And he just gets to be the, he just gets like to be the. Like a guy coming in, in number guy. 30 and winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly. And, <laughs> you know, it's just. That's a, such a small segment of the population that feels that way, man. Brock Lesnar is the star, whether you like it or not. Do you honestly think there's anybody in that match? Because they couldn't all get together and beat Brock Lesnar up. No. This is no. the reality. Right. That's why he got to be the right. Why he got to climb the thing and be the champ. He's he's a real star. He's a real heel. They figured out. See, like. If you had today, if you did an angle where the four horsemen jumped Dusty Rhodes in the parking lot mm-hmm. and beat him up, all those guys would pull for the four horsemen and talk about how much they appreciated their great heel work. Yeah. So they would be fans of them because they're great heels. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's a real heel. He's a heel for 2019 because yeah. he doesn't care. No. And people believe the gimmick. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure... He's probably not very approachable. Right. He's probably he probably is a little bit introverted. He yeah. probably is a bit of a jerk. Yeah. I'm sure that all that's true. Yeah. But if you really believe Brock Lesnar's living in a house and he's got to drive two miles to the phone at the end of his driveway like Paul, <laughs> this is his gimmick. He's got he's not driving two miles to get to a telephone. I'm, yes, I'm sure he likes living on a farm. He's right. a farm. He was a farm kid. That's yeah. what he likes. It's what yeah. he enjoys. He likes to hunt. A few of us. And people say, like I heard somebody else tell you the other way. Nobody does. Yeah, they do. Drinking buddy. That's his life. Yeah. If Drinking Buddy was rich, he'd be living Brock Lesnar's life. I know right. him. This is what he likes to do. He don't, my when I say Drinking Buddy, I got a friend that I just I don't want to say his name because I don't right. know that he wants people to know his right. name. But Heath has Heath has met him once or yeah. twice, and and um, his life, he bought thirty acres in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and he's bought he's got a tractor. And he's built a deer stand because he like he likes to sit in and fish. He's built him a little um, shed, yeah, just kind of like what you got here, but it's yeah. missing a front, right? With a fire pit out in front of it, so yeah. at night he can go out there and sit in front of his fire pit. Yeah, this is this that's his life. So it's not inconceivable to me that somebody would want to live the life that they say Brock Lesnar lives. However, right. yeah. my buddy also does have cable TV if he wants to watch <laughs> a football game. He's right. got a telephone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he the other day, he sent me a picture. He bought him a brand new jacked up 4x4 pickup truck. And and I'm not talking about a new one. Right. I'm talking about a 30-year-old oh, nice. four-wheel drive pickup truck. Yeah. And three months ago, he bought another one so that he can tear them up on his property. Yeah. He's not like he's not going out spending $20,000 on right. these things. He finds them sitting on the side of the road. Right. 
and he buys them so that he can go out sling mud around on his property because that's what he likes to do. Right. So it's not inconceivable that Brock Lesnar is that guy to me. Yeah. However, I don't think he's walking two miles to make a phone call. <laughs> uh, so you you talked about AEW building things up. You talked about their TV. I want to spend a few minutes because I was thinking the other night. I was thinking, man, how would I book a three-hour Monday Night Raw? Can I tell you something? Yeah. You said how I think how I think that's part of the problem with these toxic fans today. We're all fantasy bookers. Yeah. So then we all sit around and come up with these scenarios, what they should do, what we think would do. And every one of us thinks that what we came up with is better than what everybody else came up right. with. Right. So then when they don't come up with what you came up with, you, well, I could have booked that. No, you couldn't. Like, right. it's so easy to say that I could have booked it if you've never booked wrestling. Right. You don't understand right. the... Uh, the personalities that once everybody right. gets together and right and, and having to oh talk, my goodness you know what i mean you have to explain your idea and then then they come back with their ideas and then you know and this a lot of times their ideas it don't is make complicated right it's not as easy to book wrestling as these armchair bookers think it we is. we had a and, match and i'm not and and the guys that i've had to book it for ain't multi-millionaires right and we, you and I had a match. We were like, oh, that'd be a good match. And they're like, no, because we weren't thinking about chemistry. We right. weren't thinking about mm-hmm. um, who could do what. And we weren't thinking about the mechanics of actually that two men were going to have to get in that ring mm-hmm. and pull it off. I guess right. for me, okay, when I say how would I – how would I book? I, uh, you know, what I mean. What I mean, like, okay, I wasn't thinking about individual people, but I would take first hour. I would focus on my secondary title feuds. Mm-hmm. Second hour, I'd do some tag team stuff. Thir- Maybe the very beginning of the show, you tease. All right, this is our main event, and then the third hour, I'd focus on your main event. People, but I would, I would, I would, I, I would just give it more focus. Mm-hmm. So, having said that, AEW going to have a two-hour time slot. Mm-hmm. What, um, what can AEW learn that WWE has done that fans have crapped on that they don't like? How, what would you take that from? If you're AEW and you're trying to win those disgruntled WWE fans. You're trying to get back your old fans. You're trying to win new fans. Mm-hmm. As as a fan, what are some things you'd like to see? Well, you know, I listen to Cornette talk, and I agree with a lot of what he said. I would like to see a show start off with a couple of announcers at a table saying, we're in Boston, Massachusetts this weekend. Yeah. Or tonight. Yeah. And we got a great card lined up. I'm I'm Mark Whitman, and I'm I mean, joined, I'm joined here by Heath Mulligan, and we're we're coming to you live from our work or whatever. Right. And we got a great night of action for you. Bam, bam, bam. You're gonna see the young bucks are here tonight. Pen, you know, yeah. Pentagon, you know, he's here tonight. Cody Rhodes is here tonight. You know, we're waiting back to hear from Chris Jericho about the fallout from this. Right, and we're gonna try to we're gonna try to catch up with Hangman out, you know, yeah, and just give a thirty second rundown of what's gonna happen, and then say, but right now we're gonna get you to the ring. I would not start off 
with no 35, 40-minute talking segment no. setting everything up tonight. Go ahead and let the announcer set everything up tonight. We don't need an authority figure. Right. That's already been done. Everybody knows who the – the fans of this promotion know who the authority figures are. We don't need that. And I, and I would say you have – I would go out and find – I look at uh, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. <clears throat> Mick Foley. Yeah. Uh – not Terry Funk, not Harley Race, not Shane Douglas, um, not Jake Roberts, you know, Jim Cornette, uh-huh. you know, uh, well, not Heath Mulliken. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Ted DiBiase, uh-huh. Jim Ross. Yeah. Let's uh, whatever, but let's use Ted DiBiase. Right. He's our authority guy. Yeah. But we don't see Ted DiBiase five times a year. Yeah. Ted DiBiase is the guy that we call in when we have to make a serious decision about something. And we need an impartial voice in this thing. Something happened, and we need need some guidance here from somebody who's been around. What should we do in this situation, Ted? You've kind of seen it all. You got any ideas about how we should handle this situation? And we don't need Ted DiBiase there every week Mm -hmm. giving a 45-minute promo. And, 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 And he doesn't, he's not a heel. He's not a baby face. He's just he's just a guy. He's the guy. He he's Bob Geigel. He's you know what I mean. He's he's that guy. He's Jack Tunney, and you just don't see him that often. See, I think that would be they're talking about you know wins and losses mattering. They're talking about making it more of a sports competition. Well, having an authority figure like that, a um, hey, what if a Roger I, Goodell? You know what if it ain't just Ted DiBiase? What if it is Ted DiBiase, Mick Foley, Terry Funk, and Jim Cornette? All four of them. They're the board of directors. They're our board of directors. They've got experience in this business. Yeah, they know. You know what I mean. Mm. So now, when something comes up, the four of them get together because you got a bunch of different ideas. All right, we've discussed this, and with our knowledge of. Of wrestling, here's what we think should happen. That's a great segment right there. Um, sitting around, sitting around a table, not no, standing no. in the line. Or no, no. okay, this is not a segment. Okay, there's a spokesman for this group. Okay, we don't have. Can we it don't, be a woman? Can it be like a real pretty woman? Yeah, either? right. You can have the four of them come walking out of the room together. Yeah. Okay. I and say, you. hey, and you can have Cornette say, look, we've reached a decision and we're going to let y'all know what it is coming up later in the next hour. You'll find out when everybody else finds out okay. what we're going to do. And then you don't make this for this long presentation of it. You have some, you have the young lady come out and say, I've been given this and I'm yeah. going to read the statement. We, the board of directors of AEW, blah, blah, blah. We think that, you know, Chris Jericho ought to be suspended for his actions. Right. And that's it. Yeah. I and it was you. a fair and impartial decision was made. Yeah. I think you can do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with using a couple of legends. Yeah. Um, problem is, I don't know who that would be anymore. Yeah. There's not really a lot of them left that there's the ones that are WWE's giving them big money to keep them around now. So they can't use them. Right. Uh, but I wouldn't use my legends. I would use my legends to get people over, mm-hmm. not to keep my legends on top. Yeah. We would use the legends to draw attention to everything, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have them come out and I wouldn't sacrifice a, 
an upcoming talent like Elias. Right. To keep John Cena and The Undertaker relevant. Gotcha. And that that's the bit and, and and I would focus on having good matches. I would I don't think there's anything wrong with having commercial breaks, but I wouldn't telegraph a commercial break with a rest hold. Yeah. And having everybody spill out on the outside and lay down and we'll be back. I wouldn't you know, cut out I would every once in a while I'd finish a match up during the commercial break and say fans, well, while we were gone, this happened. Now we're going to show you what happened while we were gone and yeah. make it seem like anything can happen. To me, if you're wanting to make it like sports, every basketball, football, I mean, well, soccer doesn't have hardly any commercials because they don't go to commercial during yeah, the Because nobody watches soccer, so it doesn't. People watch the World Cup. Yeah, right, right, right. I get it. Yeah, they do. And then they all go back to – you know, <laughs> do go back to their lives of not watching soccer. They, then they, you know, their mom quits paying the cable right. bill for the month, and then they. All right, so <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like, I, but I like to me to think that the unless it was like a big main event, fifteen or twenty minute match growing up, none of those matches went to commercial in the middle of it. Not many. No. Like to me, when no. I was a kid, if a match went to commercial, you're like. This is an important match. Yeah. Because it wasn't a squash. uh, And I think part of that you knew that they had pre-taped it. It wasn't live. Right. Um, But, yeah, my point is you can time out a TV show where you are not having to go. And these are allegedly professional wrestlers that when Mm -hmm. you tell them, hey, this is how much time you got. If you want to work for us, you will stick to this time. See, that's a, that's where you and I will differ about okay. things. Because I think if you always do that, then I think you subtly are see. I, I don't like the subtle hint that this is all scripted. No, no. You know, anything can happen if you go to a commercial break. I got you. I hear you. You know I what hear... I'm saying? I want it to feel like anything can happen. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like that in WWE. No, that's yeah. No, I you know. and I think that's the key. Is you just said it. It doesn't feel. Yeah. And I think I would invest in I'm sorry, I shouldn't keep interrupting you. No, please. But I would go back to some of the old school stories. I would have some job guy. Yeah. But that has charisma. That has got something, and I'd have him almost. First of all, I'd have him get crushed yeah. by somebody, right? Two or three weeks in a row, and yeah. then I'd have him fire up on that guy and start showing a little bit of fire, you know. And then, boom, 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 and you for six months, this guy just can't get a win. Yeah. And then one day Cody goes out and has this match with this guy, and Cody t- Cody's not even worried about this guy. Right. And boom, he slips on a banana peel, and this guy beats him and gets his first win. And now Cody is incensed. Yeah. That he is – now right. Cody's embarrassed. Yeah. So yeah. now he wants to embarrass right. this young guy. That's such a simple story Yeah, that yeah. you can tell. And you can tell it, it over it, six or eight months, and it actually makes somebody. Yeah. Somebody that you can do something with. 
but nobody wants to lose anymore. Nobody wants, we got to do all my stuff. I got to get all my moves in. And you don't understand you'd be a bigger star if you got your ass whipped for six months and then beat Cody. Right, right. Um, That's how, you know who got over like that? Tommy Wildfire Rich, the NWA champion. That's the Tommy Rich story. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 uh, had matches with Abdullah the Butcher. That's how Ole Anderson got him over. He got crushed, and then he showed a little fire, and then he fired up on Abdullah, and then blah blah blah, and then he he got, you know, and he makes a comeback on Abdullah, and all this played out over months of him getting squashed on TV, and maybe not even months, but we whatever. Right. Anyway, and then he became the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would work. <laughs> Yeah I, yeah, I think they're uh, – I don't think they need to – I think wrestling-wise, psychology-wise, they don't need to reinvent the wheel. What I do hope they do from a technical side is uh, – and I don't know if you've seen the video. I saw it on Facebook, and it was clips of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And they showed you the differences – between how they were shot. And I didn't realize how distinctly each of those shows, they're all three completely different. The camera cuts, the angles. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, um, that I would like to see AEW experiment, not do anything like the ref cam. I don't know about that. But like, what are some new techniques and instant, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think there's. I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited in general. It doesn't take a lot to excite me. That's true. But true. you know, TNT. It's. I've. I've heard that they will debut. This is unconfirmed. I've. I read it a couple places that their show will debut the Tuesday night on TNT, and then WWE debuts on Fox that Friday night hmm. because that's. That's a good marketing ploy, but also that's just how TV shows run. Mm -hmm. um, but they, it sounds like they got a good deal with TNT. Yeah, they've got a lot of momentum. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see if they do the. Uh, you know, are they going to do? Are they just going to film TV? Are they going to have house shows? Are they going to? I'm interested to see what the business model mm, is. Me too. But anybody who says that WWE is not aware and th like WWE, they're they're throwing stuff at the wall now. The twenty four seven title, they're trying yeah, everything. That's ridiculous. And the wild card thing. Yeah, they're. I tried to watch Raw that night, no. and I tuned in, and and uh, right, it was brutal, man. I, I just, but I didn't go online and gripe about it. I just didn't watch it. I just cut it off and cut on the ball game. I mean. Yeah, because I try, I'm so just sick of the whole. Yeah, I just I'm sick of fans of everything. Yeah. I'm just sick of this. I mean, this poor kid gets the Batman role, which is the role of a lifetime. Yeah, and it's just nobody's even giving. You know, I, they said the same thing when they give Ledger the Joker role, right? And, and, and he killed it. Man, give give people a chance. Right. I think um, Game of Thrones. They're mad about Game of Thrones. Yeah. I. You know. Maybe. I, maybe. If they'd all, when they're you know, get out in the world a little bit. Yeah. 
Move out of your mama's house. Yeah. Touch a boob. You wouldn't be worried so much about who they cast as Batman <laughs> and how Game of Thrones didn't end as perfectly as you wanted it to. You know, I told I told somebody this morning, uh, and I and I'm not saying this to be a downer. I'm just this is the truth that since my wife died, I've looked at things completely different. Pop culture things do not get me high or low. The right. day the day that I saw Robert Pattinson's Batman, I was like, well, okay. Avengers Endgame, which we're going to talk. Yeah, okay. Game of Thrones finale. People are all over. I was like, okay. Yeah, I watched it. Okay, good. All right. Fine. Right. It's yeah, just yeah. not. Yeah. I think some of that's age, just getting older and find, knowing what's really important in life. Right. And and and, and, get, and the things that entertain me are, are not worth. Right. Like, so, I watched the Braves game last night. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I flipped over, and they teed off. Man. Dansby Swanson hit a, a three-run home run. Yeah. Acuna was on base. Freddie Freeman stepped up and hit a home run right after. They scored like six runs in yeah. the second inning. It was great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, it, you know, and they won the game. But if they lost the game, I mean, it wasn't like it was going to ruin my day. But I, I wasn't going to go tweet at Freddie Freeman that he was a bum. <laughs> I think part of the deal is in everything, pop culture, Game of Thrones, we're all – marks all right and where i've landed you know if i've watched a show for seven years and given 80 plus hours of my life to a show and the ending is not what i want it to be and i was like are they ever though well that's what i was asking a friend is like i don't think there's a finale that can satisfy these people are doing an impossible job Right. But if I go back and it's like, well, I've wasted my life. Well, who is that on? Does exactly. that say? Does that say something? People's like, I can't believe I wasted my time watching Raw. Well, whose fault is that? Is that Vince McMahon's fault? Did Vince yeah. McMahon come to your house like, God, pal, you're gonna you're gonna sit there and watch it, and you're gonna like it, right? I mean, no one is like, we live in such a free age. We can literally watch it. Like, I'm give you an example. You can watch almost. Anything. Friday, Friday night, Drake's at a friend's house. The girls go do something. I'm And I'm at the store, and I find out the girls are doing something. I'm like, man, I'm going to hit the red box up. Mm-hmm. I got three movies. I got two movies and, a, and a, like a mini series that I wanted to see. I got Apollo 11. They got this new movie about it. You know what I did? Put it in. I got about 30 minutes in, realized I was more on my phone. Turned it off. Uh-huh. Put in the second movie, Stan and Ollie, John, uh, John mm-hmm. C. Riley. I'm like, man, I've been, I got about 20 minutes into that movie. I'm like, I don't like this. Turned it off. Mm-hmm. Took them back. Didn't even bother putting the third one in the Blu-ray player. Yeah. I was like, I did not sit through it. I'm the same way. I ain't got time. I tried to watch um, the the Ted Bundy movie. Right. Incredibly evil, yeah. wicked, and vile, whatever. Right, you know right. what I mean? So I started it, and I was like 20 minutes in, and my wife had already watched it. Yeah. Like, because she had been off, and I was working, so we we didn't watch it together. And uh, like 20, 25 minutes in, I cut it off, because she said, you're not going to watch it? I said, I'm not into it. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Why? I'm not. I don't have the time to invest anymore. Right. In things that are not good, man. I've turned on Raw that night, and Vince McMahon said, "The wild card rule." I just came up with that. It's the wild card rule. It's the wild card. And I and I was thinking, 
and, and this was like I cut over in the middle of it. Yeah, and I, I could tell they'd been talking for twenty minutes, <laughs> and it was still people coming out. And yeah. I went, nah, this is like why? Right. Why waste my time? It's not going to be good. I'm not right. going to enjoy it. It's not going to be a good experience. That's why I didn't watch Money in the Bank. Yeah. I watched the Brock Lesnar thing. Yeah. That was it. That's because I I like real stuff. I like Brock Lesnar. I like real wrestlers that can actually win fights. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Or you want to do a separate show? That's a that? separate show right there. <laughs> I, want to, I want to ask you the rest of, of Alan's question because we just spent a good deal of time talking about what we don't want this is what you get when you're a patron you get a, you ask a simple question we give you half an hour right he says also have there been any matches or moments from the last couple of years that you've gone back and watched again because you enjoyed it enough to watch a second time did you do this growing up i know i did a lot growing up but i don't find myself doing it much anymore for various reasons content overload match emotions being different bad booking etc um if I can take a shot at this, the only moment from the last couple of years that in wrestling, in, in big time wrestling that I have gone back and watched is the opening of WrestleMania 30 with Hogan, Rock, and Austin. I yeah. have watched that probably 10 times. Really? I really enjoyed that. It like it makes me feel a certain way that uh, is good. So I would say that. When I was a kid... I would tape wrestling, and I would watch it when it was on, and then I would rewatch the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Like I would, and I think now it is like you just said, man. We got less, more than likely, we have less time left on Earth than we've already spent. Right, and so your time becomes more precious. When I was growing up, how many times did I watch Tombstone? hundred times? Right. There's no movie I'm going to watch a hundred times oh, now. Right, right. Like if I sit down and like, if I say, well, I've seen that very rarely will I watch a movie a second time. That, you know, I've gone going through that and I got this huge DVD collection and I was looking at it last night and yeah. I'm looking at all this and I'm like, I got to get these together and start selling them. Yeah. I'm never going to watch most of these movies no, again. No, it's right. It's just not going to happen. So, But I have gone back and watched um, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Seth Rollins. I went back and watched that triple threat match. Yeah. Because I thought it was great. Um, man. There's nothing. I mean. I might. I think I went back and watched um, Rousey and Kurt Angle against Stephanie and Triple H because I was just amazed at how good it was. Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched it again. Um, but, yeah, I can't think of anything else that in the past couple of years anyway – that I've gone back and watched, but I still go back and I, like a few weeks ago, watched uh, Steve Austin and Bret Hart mm. from WrestleMania 13. Yeah. Um, I went back and watched Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Mm-hmm. And now when I was growing up, I had, um, they used to do um, this thing called WCW All Nighter. Mm-hmm. Um, on TBS, yeah, that would start at like midnight and run till like six in the morning, and they would just show all these old matches from wow. uh, Clash of the Champions and stuff like that. And it yeah. would be hosted by like it would always be like Mean Gene and Bobby Heenan and Chris Cruz and right. um, and Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone, and they would like be at somebody's you know mm-hmm. somebody's house, 
and they would have pajamas, like pajamas on, and they would have soda bottles, right? And popcorn. They would shoot this thing like they were staying up all night watching all yeah. these old wrestling matches, and and it, then like especially things like Clash of Champions were not available, yeah, for rewatch. But they would show like Sting and and Flair from the first one, and I remember uh, they did two or three of them, mm-hmm. and I've I recorded all. All of them, and I had those videos, and yeah, I would go back and rewatch that stuff um, a lot, like a lot. Yeah, I mean, I watched anytime I didn't have anything to do, right? But and you know, like Jerry's video, I would always be in there renting a, a wrestling tape, so it would right. be like, I mean, I don't know how many times I would watch like WrestleMania five, six, seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, and now we would be like, boy, that was not. Right. So I think you just said there was a phrase you just said when you didn't have anything else to do, and we've reached that point in life. There is always right. I do have other things. To do. There is always something else to do. So I think part of that, Alan, is is growing up and just getting older. Yeah. I think we we you know our emotions change and things we like change. Um, Can I quote you on that? Things change as we get older. <laughs> copyright yeah um it's not as easy to pee as it used to be (laughs) (laughs) speak for yourself um so yeah so um yeah um so our advice as always is life is too short to watch bad wrestling you know and if aew sucks i won't watch it right i have decided you know i was gonna cancel my uh dish network I'm gonna keep it now just to watch. Well, you know, I signed, I signed up for um, PlayStation View. Yeah, because I've been trying out all the streaming services. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a whole other episode we could do. Oh, well, not really. I, it's got the MLB Network. It would be a short. Episode. It would be a short episode because I watch. Uh, I got the MLB Network, and uh, I got. So the- it's a la carte. No, 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 no. It's like whatever it is. Oh. I mean, it's just I'm saying MLB Network was part of the package. Oh, gotcha. So I got that, uh, ESPN. I got the Sports South that shows the Braves games. Yeah. And like uh, Turner Classic Movies, right. which I like. And, you know, I was pretty much – I don't watch a lot of TV anyway. No, I but don't. But that's like generally during baseball season I like – and I'm not, I'm not like a fanatic – I like baseball, you know. Most people our age, when I think when they sit down to watch TV, they know what they're going to watch. Yes. You don't sit down like, well, let's. No one says, I don't think. Let's see what's on TV. Let's see what's on now. Yeah, because everything's on demand. You're going to go. Yeah, everything's on demand. You you know that you got HBO, and you know you want to watch Game of Thrones, and you know it's available. So you sit down, you watch Game of Thrones. And then the next thing you know, it's two days later, and you've watched 20 episodes. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Hey, so we want to thank all of our patrons. Now, the the other. Usually, when I usually ask, we'll get like 15 questions. Uh, Michael Tribble. His question was, uh, he wants more what-if episodes. Mm-hmm. Those are some of our most fun. Those are fun. So what? Um, so Michael just let us know what kind of what-if episodes he just he just want He likes it when we speculate on stuff. Right, right. But, I mean, what do you want to hear, though? I don't know. Let's find out. What you want us to do, Amon? I'm going to reply right now. Uh, any 
suggestions. See, we're listen. It's communicate, and I, you know, I, I've been posting a lot of. If you go to our patreon.com slash double drop kick, it is it is pretty well updated. And there there's multiple things up a week. Uh, I have um, if you're a higher tier patron, you're gonna get uh, old magazines. You're gonna get match matches every month that you won't see anywhere else. Uh, so yeah, so this this episode dedicated to all of our uh, patrons, and. Um, we just want to appreciate, you know. Just want to thank all of you for your support. If you're not a patron, listen, you can, you can, do <laughs> but you can, you know, if you want to feel good about yourself, you better go back and listen to that. <laughs> I did. Well, did you? Yes. Yeah, so you better go back and listen to that. <laughs> That's what killed Dennis Day. Contempt for the audience. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we got we got a lot more. Uh, it's a recording day, um, so we got a lot more we got to get to. But hey, great great questions and a great conversation. This is, um, you know, and hopefully it's a great weekend for AEW, um, and and hopefully next week is a great week for Mark Whitman, and every so. week and every week. So. Uh, Make sure, hey, uh, wherever you live, if, you, if you've never listened to our podcast before, hey, we're wherever you can find a podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube now. Uh, you can listen to these episodes, like I said, through our through our patron, patron page, patreon.com slash double dropkick. Hey, we're also on Twitter. I'm at Heath Mulligan. I'm at the DDK Show. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. The wrestling you grew up with, you can come be a part of that. And uh, lots going on, man. Exciting, exciting things. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan again. I mean, it always was. If you may just make what you know what I mean. That's it's right. A great it's time. great to be alive. It's great period. to be alive. I don't be a wrestling fan or yeah. a Batman fan, a Game of Thrones fan, whatever you are. Just be it. Yeah. I just don't care. Enjoy your life. Golly, man. Quit griping. Yeah, why? every little thing. We got, we live in the greatest time in human history. Hey, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's I an really episode we'll debate. I it. really don't, man. I don't know. I think, yeah, that's a whole other debate. Anyway, it's a great time to bring this show to a close. So as always, for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken and I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.